Welcome to the St George's Leeds Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy the talk. Happy Christmas! Again, I think you can do better than that. Happy Christmas! Wonderful. Welcome, everyone. Again, my name is Eve. I'm one of the team vicars here at St. George's. Welcome if you are in the building. Thank you for your patience, those on the live stream. You can now see me in glorious Technicolor, so that is wonderful. I have my Christmas attire on, and some other people have joined me. I see some sequins around. Very exciting. Um, We're going to talk for a few moments about this special day, about Christmas. And I wonder if anyone uh, got a game for Christmas, a new game, a new board game or a card game. Anyone get a new game? Wave to me. Yes, I see some board gamers. Wonderful. Anyone on the live stream? Give yourselves a nod. Excellent. I wonder if anyone's been watching the Christmas games uh, and game shows on the telly. Does anyone like a bit of uh, tipping point? Yes. Oh, yes. I've got that. Or the chase. Yes. Um, or who has seen The Wheel on the BBC with Michael McIntyre? Anyone seen that? Yeah, I, you, can, you can give me lots of, uh, of talking today because it's Christmas Day and we're very much always allowed to talk uh, in church in, in sermons if we've got good things to say. So, well, this morning I've brought a game of my own for Christmas. And uh, move over, Michael McIntyre. It's my turn. <laughs> Because I've got a new game for Christmas, The Wheel of Christmas. You've got the hang of it. Excellent. Um, I also need you in a moment for the kind of jingle, if you like, because this wheel um, spins. How cool is that? Shout out to uh, Andy, who made, who realized this design for me. So and when we spin it in a moment... Um, I want us all to go, we're going to spin, and then we're all going to say, the wheel of Christmas. Are you ready? We're going to spin. The wheel of Christmas. Yes. That is what I imagined for this morning. Thank you, everyone. And this um, wheel also generates a sermon, a talk, guys, um, because the different sections here, we've got Mary, we've got Joseph, we've got Jesus. Um, There are some exciting things I'm going to share about Christmas from the three Gospels that talk about the birth of Jesus, Matthew, Luke, and John. And I don't yet know the order. Yeah. I don't know what order I'm going to preach this sermon and we're going to do it together. And then if it's green, there is a quick Christmas challenge. Tell me a joke. Our esteemed worship pastor will be helping me tell a Christmas joke. If if it comes on that... Dan has to tell me a joke. Chocolate or sprout? Yeah. Christmas cheer. It's going to be a sort of wave and cheer effect that we're going to do in a minute. Is that all right? Wonderful. Shall we spin? Very good. Now, this is Mary, and so one of our wonderful readers is going to come and stand here and give us our short reading about Mary, and I'm going to find, talk about Mary. This is from the Gospel of Luke. 
Luke 1, 35-38. The angel answered Mary, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who is said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Excellent sequence. Very nice. So, in Luke's account in his gospel... He focuses on Mary, the mother of Jesus, and her joyful obedience in saying yes to be a part of God's redeeming plan of salvation. I don't know how many of us might have caught the St. George's nativity this year, and when you hear obedience, there might be an action that takes over. So if that's you, feel free to do that. Even though Mary is not quite sure of how it will all work out, Mary offers her very self, her body, as a living sacrifice to God to carry the Christ child. She will know what it feels like to be a lockdown parent. She knows what it feels like to not know what the future holds just as we don't, but yet she says yes to everything that Jesus asks of her. You might have heard the song, Mary Did You Know. Do you know that one? Mary Did You Know. Depending on what um, vibe of, of cover it is, has different feels. It's a great song, but the, the answer is, the, you know, the ironic answer is, Mary was aware because we see in this passage that she had some idea of all that Jesus would mean. Her song of rejoicing praises the God who will come and save his people and do marvelous things. Mary knows that the end of Jesus' earthly life will be painful. She will even be there with Jesus at the cross when he's crucified even though he's innocent of any crime. So Mary this morning invites us to say yes to Jesus. So whatever Jesus wants to do in our lives, because it will be good, even if it's challenging. And even now, we are invited to be part of God's saving purposes in the world, to join in with what God is doing. So this Christmas, with... We remember and rejoice that Jesus invites us to say yes to him and that we can be a real part of bringing heaven to earth, wherever we're placed, wherever we find ourselves. That's the exciting thing about Jesus that we learn from Mary's yes this morning. You ready for another spin? Shall we spin? It's Joseph. A lot of you, did you want the Christmas cheer? Okay. (laughs) Okay, we're going to start over here. Just a big old Christmas cheer, guys. And if you're um, 
If you're at home, do one at home, whether you're on your own or with people. So we start over here. You can stand up for it if you want, Dan, as well, and just lead the way. I'm just going to go way. Is that all right? Oh, yes. Woo! Give yourselves a round of applause. That was wonderful. Okay, are we ready to spin? It's the baby Jesus. I'm going to turn him around so he's not upside down. So we landed on Jesus. Oh, and the reader's already ready. Look at this. We're going to hear from John. John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Thank you. So John's account in his gospel tells us how God came to be with us and why it matters. What it tells us about the kind of God that we worship, the nature of the God who loves us. In John's beautiful opening poem, we remember that Jesus is the word of God who has always existed who spoke the world into being, who sustains life, who is the light shining in the darkness. God entered our world in flesh, becoming a human, but not appearing out of the desert as an adult, as we might expect, but as a vulnerable baby, humbling himself identifying with us, coming alongside us in our hurts, our weaknesses, our vulnerability. Jesus, in coming to be with us, knows what it is to hurt, knows what it is to suffer physical pain, to be rejected by those he loves. Jesus would and does delight in the sound of children of all ages in our church because God came as a child, God grew up as a child and knows what that's like. Jesus was full of grace and truth. We worship a God who offers self-giving, sacrificial love, who conquers power and greed and might by vulnerability, generosity and meekness. This is the God we are invited to worship and become more like, whose pattern of life we are called to shape our lives around. All of our relationships, our thoughts, our words, our actions, the humble king. So this Christmas, from Jesus on We remember and rejoice that Jesus is the word made flesh and that we follow a king of sacrificial love 
justice and humility. Are you ready for another spin? Would anyone else, would anyone like to try a spin? Any grown-ups? Yeah, do you want to try it? Edie and maybe Simon, do you want to come up? Simon might need some help. Let's give him a round of applause. So you've got to just go for it a bit. So you're going to spin this with me. Let's spin. Oh, we've had Jesus. Thank you very much. Tell me a joke. Dan, tell me a joke using this wonderful microphone. Um, I've actually got three jokes. Because I want to milk it. Okay. And also compete with my... If it lands again, you're going to have to tell more, so... Oh, really? I've got a few in the bank. Okay, Okay, here's one for you. What was the snowman doing at the greengrocer? He was picking his nose. It's gross, that one, isn't it? I've got another one for you. Why did no one bid for Rudolph and Blitzen on eBay? Because they were too dear. (laughs) Final one. What happened to the man who stole an advent calendar? He got 25 days. Thank you. See you next year. <laughs> that was like a proper panto, that, Dan. You had, the, you had the range of responses there. Shall we spin? Right, what do we need? We definitely need a bit of Joseph. We need a bit of Sprouts. No, not enough, not enough. <laughs> Wonderful. You're doing really well, guys. I'm loving this. Joseph. Wonderful. Let's hear our reading from the Gospel of Matthew. Matthew 1, 21 to 23. The angel of the Lord told Joseph, Mary will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Wonderful, thank you. So Matthew's account of the birth of Jesus focuses on Joseph, the reluctant earthly father of Jesus who needed convincing by an angel in a dream to stay with Mary, his fiancée, when she became pregnant before they were married. The angel reassures Joseph that this is God's plan and tells Joseph what to call his son. Now, names are very important. They play a part in our identity uh, and even more so in Joseph's time. Why don't you turn to a person next to you or around you, maybe somebody you haven't come with, just introduce yourself. Say, hello, my name is. Go for it, 10 seconds. Do it on the live stream. Fantastic. Well done, everybody. You have just met a cool person. Well done. Sharing our names with one another allows us to be known immediately. Remembering someone's name is so powerful. 
My name, Eve, uh, means life or life giver, and I particularly enjoy the few days before Christmas when I see how early a friend texts me, happy Christmas Eve, 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 Eve. You can do it all year, uh, but normally it's a few days before. The name Jesus is given on earth uh, means God is salvation. We often focus on Emmanuel, which is really important, God with us. But on earth, it's a version of the name Joshua. Jesus means God is salvation and points us to Jesus' identity. He is the Savior. Even though Joseph was reluctant and it wasn't how he or the culture would have decided to do things, he trusts God's plan and the promise that comes with this name. So this Christmas with Joseph on... Some of you are getting very into this now. I feel like there could be new vocations. We remember and rejoice that Jesus is Savior, and his name is powerful. His name is still powerful. That's why we pray in the name of Jesus. And Jesus is still working today by his Holy Spirit. Jesus is alive. He was resurrected. He's with us now, and we can call on the power of his name when we pray, when we intercede for the world, when we ask him to continue to transform us to be like him. So we could have another couple of spins, see if we can get some greens to close off before I close. Is that all right? Let's spin. This side. One, two, three. You're very good at that. Give yourselves a round of applause. I wonder if Dan's got any more jokes. Oh, no, we can still go. Chocolate or Sprout, we'll get to you, Dan. Um, would anyone like to play Chocolate or Sprout? It involves you coming up and picking from my hands and seeing if you win a chocolate or a sprout. Who will come? One over here, one over here. One, pop up here. We could get a little ooh going. Oh. Yeah! Anyone else? Anyone else? Your odds are pretty good. Oh, there's one over here. Yeah. Run, run, run. Ooh. This one. Everybody wins. A chocolate coin for you. A chocolate coin for you. Um, anyone else? Oh, Judah, you want one? <gasps> oh, can I keep this? Oh, you can keep it. You can keep it. You can keep it. He wants the sprout, mate. He wants the sprout. Yeah, pop up. Pick a hand. Which one? Which one? Which hand? Oh, you can have this. You can have this. It's better. One, one more. I've got a few. I've got a few.
Yeah, go for it. Go for it, Ruth. Sequin buddy. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Should we have another spin? Let's spin. Any more jokes? Let's finish with some jokes before I finish. Okay, so you want more jokes? Okay. So they were so good that you want more? Yeah. Okay. You, you can hear it like that if you want to, Dan. That's great. What does Santa suffer from when he gets stuck in the chimney? Claustrophobia. <laughs> what do angry rodents send each other at Christmas? Cross mouse cards. Okay. I just got one more for you. How did Mary and Joseph know Jesus' weight when he was born? They did a little way in the manger. Well done. Well, we have done it. We have played the game, the wheel of Christmas, and we have discovered three exciting things about Jesus this Christmas from the three Gospels that tell us about his birth. Mary gave her yes to Jesus, and we can give that this morning because everything that God has for us is good, even if it's challenging. Joseph trusted in the name that was given to Jesus, that Jesus saves, and that his name is still powerful. And Jesus came to be with us in a way that shows us that he is humble, and he is the humble king. Now, this potentially is a risky way to give a sermon, as we discovered. But God took a risk in showing us his love in this way. And this is a fun game. It's chance, or maybe percentage, if you are a mathematician. But we see from these exciting things that God didn't leave it to chance when he came to be with us. God stepped into creation intentionally to show us his love. God came as Jesus, the son, to save us from our sins. God came as a vulnerable baby, the humble king, to show us the pattern of love to follow. Like Mary, we can say yes to Jesus's plans and purposes for our lives because they are good. God showed his love intentionally. God was purposeful, God knows each of us here today and wants to say to us, I love you like this in the person of Jesus. So God loves you. He has made that known intentionally. And I pray that we would receive that love again this morning. Thank you for playing with me. Amen. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to the St George's Lead Sermon Podcast. For more talks or information, visit stgs.org.uk.